folks, I'm Vince, and no Tom today. No, no, no. What we have is a special, special episode, a mini-sode, if you will, and I was going to tackle this on my own, but then I had a better idea why talk to myself when I can talk to a close friend of the pod, a very close friend of the pod, Mm. maybe a little bit more. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, speaking of more, I'm Maura McCann. Maura McCann. Also known as a very close friend of the pod. Yes, very, very close. Listen, all right, I have no qualms. I'll say it at this point. I'm dating Maura McCann. Whoa. I'm dating Maura McCann, everybody. It comes out. It comes yep, out. Yep, it's not like it hasn't been out, out there outside of recorded material, but... Of course. That's not why we're here today. What we're doing today is we're starting off your post-holiday, if you had a... I uh, hope you all had a great Christmas, but... Uh, Tom and I were busy, and Maura was busy too, and we were all watching movies. Tom watched, uh, I believe it's Don't Look Up, which came out on the 24th, so technically a Christmas movie. And I watched Christmas Vacation, National Lampoons, which, Maura, can you uh, give us some detail as to to maybe why you're roped in here, outside of the fact that we're dating? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Christmas Vacation happens to be the best Christmas movie made um, of our lifetime. Oh, wow. um, It delivers everything that you're needing in a Christmas movie. So um, I don't don't know why I wouldn't be here to talk about such a great film. Gee, I was more looking on the tradition front, but... Oh, well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Every year I watch Christmas Vacation with my family um, on Christmas Eve been doing that for probably like 15 years now so so you know this movie inside and out safe to say oh absolutely i could quote every single i could probably uh relate it to you line by line right now but i won't but i won't i do appreciate that um so i went and i watched it and it's been a little bit since i saw it and uh what we'll do today is we'll just kind of talk about it a little bit and and what makes it so special i think to you and to everybody that watches because i got a number of like very lighthearted, ha ha ha, just kidding, don't fuck this up. <laughs> you know, uh, this is a really important movie to a lot of people. Absolutely. So, okay, the first thing that I noticed when I was watching is the first part's animated. Yeah. Which I totally forgot about. Oh, yeah, that song? I ad- that catchy ass song? How could you forget? Is that, is, that a, is that a song that they made specifically for the movie? Do you know? has to be because you've never heard it anywhere else yeah that's the first time i heard it is during those opening credits okay so that's actually i loved seeing that and i think that brings us very nicely to the beer that we're gonna pair with this which is it's seasonal uh we had derek moore the friday night beers fan of the year recommend the runner okay (laughs) no he is the true the one true champion oh my god he was a runner up oh my god (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Collusion. Collusion. There's no collusion. There was a clean vote. Oh, my God. The Friday Night Beer runner-up. Well, listen, we got to give props where props are due. Derek had a stellar submission. Uh, I was shocked that that he didn't come away with the victory. But that's unfortunately sometimes dems the brakes. But (laughs) what we've got here is there's an iconic kind of... Uh, at the start and finish of this movie, there's an iconic still, and it's Santa Claus and his reindeer against the moonlight. Mm-hmm. And if you look up in the right-hand corner of the beer we're going to drink, it's Fistmas. Sure is. And what do we see? I see Santa and eight tiny reindeer. Eight tiny reindeer. 
So we're going to go ahead, we're going to crack that, and then we're going to dive into some of the characters. I saw a lot of people that I didn't expect to see in this movie. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Yep, now I'll do it. Okay. So, I think, uh, I think since we have a self-proclaimed expert yes. here, maybe we should run it down and rank the characters. Oh, okay. How about that? Yeah. Let's Let's rank the characters, and this is absolutely going to cause some people to flip a lid when they hear. And it should. Okay. So, let's start with okay so who's your number one who's your number i don't think we should start number one. Oh, maybe okay. let's just we, we what we what i have here is i got a list of characters up here okay. let's take a look here and let's go first uh one thing i'd love to point out is on google <laughs> russell griswold is played by johnny galecki of course and in later in vegas vacation it's um anthony michael hall i believe okay yeah 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 but for the picture it's Ed Helms. Do you know why? No. Because they made a, okay, obviously uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. They remade it, and it was just called Vacation. That oh, my God. Like, that's what, that's, re- that's related? Yes, because Ed Helms plays a grown-up Rusty. Are you kidding me? Yes. I had no idea. Yes, and he's, he's uh, married to Christina Applegate, and they go, and they're trying to go to, like, Wally World or something because... They are, he's trying to basically play Clark Donald Griswold to his kids. Oh and it God. all goes awry. And then they end up having to stay at um, Chevy Chase and uh, Bev D'Angelo's house, which are obviously um, Clark and, what's her name? Ellen. Ellen, yeah, Ellen. yeah. Ellen, yeah. I, okay, one thing I do have to say watching this is Ellen is like, she's, she's very subdued. Throughout, like yeah, it's very. You have to be. You're married to him. That that's true. That's true. Very supportive, but it's very like it seems very 1970s, 1980s in terms of like what's your role? Your role is totally. support, support your husband, no matter how insane he is, and no matter how frequently he dreams of other women. <laughs> yes, of course. By the pool in the red. In by, the red by the pool. Also, let's not forget when he was looking at was it. Was it lingerie? Oh, it, it was sure lingerie. Was. God rest her soul. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, she's not dead. We're just divorced. <laughs> she's history. <laughs> All right. So we, I got a list up here. And uh, shout out to a couple of folks I didn't expect to see in there. Doris Roberts. Mm-hmm. As is that, that's, uh, that would be Ellen's mom, Ellen's right? Mom, yeah. Ellen's mom. Francis. Francis. Yep. And then also... There is, we know Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Dreyfus, however you say, I don't know, Dreyfus? Margot. Dreyfus, Margot. And one that caught my eye is Bill, who's played by (laughs) Sam McMurray. And for those of you who don't know who Sam McMurray is, I didn't know who Sam McMurray was, but I knew the guy as soon as I saw it. And Bill is, Maura, can you tell them exactly who Bill is with a quote? Have a very merry Christmas. Or, Clark? Your last true family man. There it is. He appears pretty early when we first see Clark in the office setting, and he announces his big plans for his Christmas bonus. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, fans of Friends will know Sam McMurray 
as Chandler Bing's over-exuberant boss <laughs> who would wind up and smack everyone on the ass, <laughs> no matter what. I didn't realize that you were Friends' biggest fan. That's I'm not Friends' biggest fan. Well, I, I think deep cut. I, listen, I've seen a few episodes. It's on <laughs> all the time. It's syndicated. All right. All right. Um, okay, so taking a look all the way across... Let's let's see. I, I think for me, I guess you're right. I, the best way to do this is just to go number one and then start slotting them after. Or I mean, well, yeah. Or we could do top five. Go five up. All right, let's do the five up. Let's do the five up. Perfect. My five are uh, cousin Eddie. Where is that falling though? Eddie's five. No, 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 no. Oh, thank God. No, no, no. I I don't think it gets any better than Eddie. Eddie's, Obviously. Eddie is like an. It's like you picked up an Elvis impersonator on the street because you were one short for your family <laughs> Christmas and you didn't want an empty seat. Absolutely. It's insane. <laughs> uh, I think Cousin Eddie, Aunt Bethany, um, I, I, I don't know. Do we group Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany together you or cannot. are they separate? I can't. They're absolutely separate. All right. Then, then both of them. Uh, and then that's three of them. I would have to say I have to keep... Uh, Clark in there just because oh, he is the namesake. But yes. overall, I I don't know. He's not my favorite. Okay. And then as a fifth one, I actually am <laughs> gonna go wild card and I'm gonna go <laughs> little Rocky Johnson. Oh my God. <laughs> is there, it, there's something about him. Is it his lip fungus that ain't identified yet? Or <laughs> he's like just this fat little kid with a mullet rumbles out of his home and, like, doesn't say a word. I don't know. I just love it so much. All right. I respect it. I get it. All right. Um, Top one is obviously going to be Cousin Eddie. You will never do better than him in this film. Okay. Um, Two is going to be um, uh, Lewis for me. Um, Grizz, you're not doing anything constructive. <laughs> Why don't you run into the living room, grab my stogie? <laughs> my tree! What have you done to my tree? <laughs> um, okay, and then... Oof, this is tough. Because I want to throw Margot and Todd in there just because they but you can't offer... you can't pair them up. Yeah. I feel like you can. You can why, absolutely... why? Why can't I pair? Because Bethany and Lewis are two completely <laughs> different characters. Bethany is not on this planet, unfortunately, and Lewis is the most curmudgeony old man ever. Okay. What does he say? Oh my god! You couldn't hear anything. You couldn't, you couldn't hear, hear a dump truck. I've been through a nitroglycerin plant. It's a funny. Um, okay, because, and then Todd and Margot are essentially the same exact person. You know what I mean? Okay. So those are going to be grouped together. So, okay, that's, I would say those are top three. And then Clark's in there, number four. We'll, we'll give it to him. And then fifth, fifth might be, um, Ellen's dad. I can't believe Aunt Bethany doesn't make the cut. You know, Aunt Bethany's too obvious. Such treats as, <laughs> oh, did I break wind? <laughs> Jesus, Bethany, no, he's talking about the presents. <laughs> Uncle Lewis is, the rug on his head is so funny. <laughs> and it's so when like. It, when it comes 
off and Clark is trying to place it on. And then the next noticing. scene, it's perfect. The next yes. scene, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely fantastic. No, Bethany's a great character. She's just not top for me. Okay, fair. She, she adds flavor, but she's not the dish, essentially. All right, so I have two two quickies here. Please. Uh, the boss, Mr. Frank Shirley, looks familiar because he is Bill Murray's brother. He sure is. Had no idea about that. Yes. I, or maybe I knew, but I forgot. There, greaseball. <laughs> greaseball. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray's brother, isn't that insane? And they look exactly alike. They look very similar. Has he done anything else? He was in like the background of a couple other ones. Okay. I'm trying to remember which ones. So, Audrey, sweet Audrey, can be found in uh, the movie Old School, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yep, in Old School, <laughs> getting ready for a blindfolded gangbang when <laughs> Luke Wilson walks in. If only Tom were here to give us a Luke Wilson. <laughs> Find your... Tom, phone him in. Yeah, phone oh, him in. Uh, Frank Shirley. Yep. Um is also in another Christmas movie, which is a fantastic one. Scrooged? Yes. Is it Scrooged? Yes. Nice. Yep. Nice. Okay. All right. So the other thing that I, I want to talk about briefly is how much nicer and more like elegant and modern Todd and Margot's home is than the Griswolds. Like A hundred percent. It is like top tier everything they've got the stereo system it's very quintessential like late 80s early 90s modern yes exactly um i i have to say that i i almost died when i saw clark going to hide his christmas gifts and <laughs> finding a mother's day gift from like 73 or something yeah. And not yes. even thinking anything of it, just being like, oh, well, I won't forget this one. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is the most Clark W. Griswold thing I've ever heard. Well, this happened, but I won't learn from it. It'll just be the exact same. Exactly. And he's trying so hard to be thoughtful, getting a gift, making sure no one finds it, and then he doesn't even find it and forgets it himself. So, I mean, what are the what are your big lessons or takeaways from every movie has kind of like a lesson? And I, there's a couple that I kind of have percolating, but I'll put you on the spot. What do you... Lessons from Christmas vacation. All right. Um, I would say uh, don't have your expectations be too high. Because mm. you might probably always get them knocked down a peg. Interesting. I think that's a huge one because Clark, I mean, Ellen says it in bed in one of like the second scenes of the movie. The, when he's got the sap all over his hands <laughs> yes. and he's ripping stuff. When oh. have I ever done that, honey? <laughs> Birthdays? Graduations? holidays <laughs> she just keeps naming them and he goes to sleep and yep. pulls the lamp pulls her hair pulls the lamp another another little tidbit that i noticed this time is that both of the both of the grandfathers when they go to sleep they go to sleep staring at like semi-nude women yes, yes correct. The one is straight up reading a magazine <laughs> in bed with his wife and the other one's on the bunk staring, staring. at Oh my god! I tell you, the the dads of the parents are sleepers, very funny. Un, unsung heroes. Yes. Uh, so well, I want to hear more about your your lessons. Well, so I, this is very interesting. I, my, my lessons are a little a little darker. I, oh. I think it's it's over here. The biggest lesson is literally do not host. Oh yeah, no. Do not host under any circumstances. Don't host both sides. 
both sides. Yes, I get uh, both unbelie- in-laws? Absolutely not. Like there's nothing. It, it, his dad flat out admits to being blasted. <laughs> right? That's the only way he got through it. How did you get through it, Jack Daniels? Yeah. <laughs> so don't host. I think uh, number two <laughs> would be um, just don't have a driveway. Oh yeah. Yep. If you don't have a driveway, then there's nowhere for your deadbeat cousin to park his RV. <laughs> his tenement on wheels, I believe. His tenement on Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't overall I have to say that I remember seeing this movie the first time. When was like the first time that you saw it? I saw it in Michael Murphy's basement. Nice. Michael Murphy's basement because they had been quoting it, but they're all quoting like, you know, Always Aunt Bethany. The blessing. Yeah, Grace, she died 40 years ago. <laughs> I pledge allegiance. To the flag. Um, Play ball. Yeah, so we <laughs> we watched it in the basement because my parents were super strict. And this is PG-13, right? It has to be. I think it's PG-13, so we must have been like 11 or something. Okay. Not quite old enough to see it. And we watched it in the basement uh, at... The Murphys. I'll never forget that. <laughs> and I I think I've seen it maybe once or twice since then, but it's one of those movies that just sticks. You remember 50% of it immediately. Oh, for sure. There's so many one-liners in that that are just hysterical that people quote all the time. And they're just like, it's one of those that the more you watch, the more you pick up. Yes, yes. Every time I watch it, I feel like I pick up on so many more things to laugh at. For example, there was one year... That I, I don't know how I missed this, but um, the scene where uh, Cousin Eddie just gets there, he's wearing the white sweater, and he's just wearing the, the dicky The dicky I saw, I saw that. It's incredible. I was like, wait a second, what is that? I remember that being like one of the big things that I picked up on when I was old enough to grasp some of the concepts. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, since we are doing a beer podcast yes. here... Uh, who was your, your number one character was... Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. So, give me some descriptors of Cousin Eddie, and I can help you, unless you have one ready to go. If Cousin Eddie were a beer, what beer would it be? If Cousin Eddie were a beer, it would be like an old style, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't really want to drink it, but you will. You'll entertain it. <laughs> There, like, there's times where you really crave an old style, just like a tried and true beer. Okay. But it's not gonna, like, knock your socks off, and you're probably gonna move on to something else afterwards. Okay, very nice. I like that. Yeah. Wow, good turn. Wow, good turn in the thanks. co-host chair. <laughs> uh, I'll go, I'll go with, uh, with Clark W. Griswold, and I'll, I'll give, I'll give a beer for that. Uh, and for me, part of what makes Clark so funny and at the same time just like a sympathetic character is like how badly he wants it and how badly he wants to recreate things that he remembers as being unbelievable yes but in reality they probably weren't that good right more of like a rosy retrospection yes a rosy retrospect and so for me clark w griswold is going to be from Indiana, our favorites, Gumball Head. Nice. Gumball yes. Head. Yep. Fantastic. Sorry, everybody. I'm bringing it back. The Gumball Head hate is in full effect for this <laughs> holiday. 
That totally tracks. Okay, keep going, man. I don't hear more. It just, it, listen, it, it, it's me trying to go back to a time when I was, what, 23, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is fancy. This is fancy, so it tastes good. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm spending money on beer, and so I know what, like, good beer tastes like, and it's, it's not it for me anymore. Totally. I don't have it. <laughs> and, but the worst part is, is I'll still, I'll still pour myself a gumball head. I will. Despite what everyone thinks, despite what Tom thinks, I'll still pour myself <laughs> one and hope every time that it tastes like it did when I was 23, but it never does. No, it never lives up to your expectations. It never does. And the truth of the matter is, it probably wasn't that great when I was 23. Right. But damn it if I don't remember it being great. That old nostalgia will get you. Every time. I think it's time to sign off. Mm -hmm. You've never done this before, so I can give you like a little script here. But essentially, what we're going to do is I'm going to sign off as me. You're going to sign off as you. I'm going to say something, and you are going to finish with must booze. Oh, okay. Seems simple enough. All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a safe holiday all the way through into the new year. Yeah, subscribe, do all that stuff. That's Tom. Tom's job. Uh, with that, this has been Friday Night Beers. Uh, I'm Vince. I'm a close friend of the pod. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Did I do it right? No, just say I'm Mora. Oh, sorry. I'm Mora, a close friend of the pod. Okay. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. Have a good one, everyone.